place that cares what you think. Call in now. 509-547-1610. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Welcome back to the Bottom Line News Radio 610 K&A. It is Wednesday, Tuesday. Tuesday? Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Tuesday. It feels like everything's moving moving a lot faster. I guess yeah. we're dreading Friday, but uh, we're, we're, we'll get into that a bit later on in the program. First, uh, we want to welcome to the program Alan Harvey. He is the attorney for the Benton County Deputies Guild, uh, who earlier today put out a release as well as an accompanying video stating their plan to file a recall petition this week against Benton County Sheriff Jerry Hatcher. Good afternoon, Alan. Thanks for the time today. We appreciate it. Hello. Yes. Uh, how are you? Um, this. Uh, can you hear me okay? We can hear you just fine. Great. Um, so, yeah, that uh, what you stated is accurate. We also provided, I guess because, you know, it's just kind of the thing I do as a habit, we provided some uh, other documents for that we referenced in our statement for you to uh, take a look at, and I'm sure we may be referencing those. You had an opportunity to look at those, I guess. We did. There was a 22-page internal investigation that was done that we had a chance to look at that involved interviews with uh, members of the command staff as well as Sheriff Hatcher uh, based on some allegations that were made and also an email uh, that was sent by a former member of the command staff who was commander of the jail at that point, Thomas Krosky, who uh, had filed a complaint uh, alleging a hostile work environment, and we had a chance to review all those documents, and uh, there's a lot there to digest, Alan. Yes, sir. I just want to make sure, because the the statement, um, when you said there's a lot there to digest, uh, I ask you the question because the the statement we we sent out, the deputies uh, in the Sheriff's Deputies Guild, uh, as far as, in the area, in, in, in the Tri-Cities area, our firm has represented a lot of folks in the last four or five years in different agencies um, there. Um, um, and uh, we, we have a – sorry about the dog in the background. Uh, we have a, um, a pretty solid um, idea in the last, um, say – four years uh, of, of incidences throughout the area with, with use of force. And and when you look at the Benton County folks, um, literally, I mean, they have one of the big things that are going on in the media, of course, is everybody's trying to hold uh, higher levels of high accountability to law enforcement. And in Benton County, there literally has been nothing of controversy with, with the law enforcement officers and use of force. So they, they really have done everything they can in the community i think to 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 engage in responsible actions and so when they when they when they sat down and reviewed the documents that you've taken a look at and they applied uh, rcw 29a 56 the statute for the standards for recall what you have to look at is these are all law enforcement you know individuals who are trained uh and they they have you know certification through the process through the criminal justice training commission so they're, they're folks that have to know and understand the law and, and what they did was they applied the facts of ms blatt that the investigation that you referenced an independent investigation that was done through the the prosecutor's office on behalf of benton county just to be clear no investigation has been done by the guild in any way 
relating to Ms. Blatt. Ms. Blatt was working for the county, paid for independently through the county, and was a uh, special deputy. I think you saw that probably in the, in the yes. Time. So, so she ends up. Sorry about that. Uh, she 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 ends up um, doing this investigation, and the allegations there um, were very um, much part of what the guild looked at because. Um, they relate to you know some things that were going on um, uh, in the last. That's been in the last uh, since the last interview. Or, or, or sorry, I apologize. The last um, vote for uh, no confidence back in in February. What what the guilds tried to do is literally to get the sheriff because of his um, actions with deputies in the past throughout this domestic violence issue and they were asking him to have an independent investigation which he's refused but it just never happened what what is also they've asked for uh is you know there was an investigation that was also going on relating to his possession of um 14,000 rounds or more of county ammunition more than half of which um were calibers that he's not actually assigned to even possess he doesn't have firearms um, that are assigned to him by the county for those. So it, it's just for everybody that um, has been contacted and interviewed in relation to that investigation where apparently he was supposed to be the topic and that was done by Franklin County. He, he, he didn't um, and doesn't have, as far as any of them are concerned, anybody in command staff or anybody that was a detective that was interviewed, he just doesn't have a reasonable amount of ammunition and, and then serious concerns about law violations there. While that investigation is going on, and they're all aware of that, Ms. Blatt's report's going on as well, um, where he actively intimidates whistleblower witnesses and the whistleblower themselves. Was That was her finding. Now, again, with that being in front of the Guild, um, they have to look at misfeasance, malfeasance, and or violations of his oath of office under that statute, 29A-56-110, and it was just overwhelming. I've actually never seen numbers in Guilds, and we where we work throughout the state, where you have over, actually well over 90% of the guild voted, and there wasn't, as stated, a single no. I mean, it was a unanimous, yes, recall Jerry Hatcher. And, and the reason is, essentially, they're finding that he's violated his oath and or malfeasance and or misfeasance. Malfeasance is committing crimes. So um, going from there to Tom, Tom Crosscreep, he was the person that the sheriff actually put in in, in, in control and in his allegations um, on his voluntary retirement or, or resignation from uh, the Benton County Sheriff's Office just a week or so ago, he goes out and um, he has, indicates that he has serious concerns for the sheriff's mental health, for uh, him committing crimes for him in, in engaging in an investigation or enabling investigation so that he can use it for wife's or for his uh, current divorce matters with his current wife, I would say ex-wife, but she's not. So those things also were considered by the Guild, and, and, and these are folks that, again, um, they're pretty level-headed. They were hoping to be able to work with the sheriff. They've had one thing that he said he would do, which was sign a memorandum of understanding, which he proposed. We drafted, gave it to him, asked him to put any language into it that he wanted to. Those are all documented things. They can all be verified by even calling the, the prosecutor's office. They would verify all these things occurred. And we have yet 
to have him sign it after he wrote more than once in emails he would absolutely sign the memorandum of understanding why is that one so important because it sets a structure for protection for the guild so that we stay on agenda if we're even going to meet to talk about stuff um and we can't even get that done uh outside of that um you know he's done all these other things uh that really came to a point where they were hoping um to be able to do whatever they could uh with them um uh, the, the sad part is um in one to one meetings that he's um manufactured uh we have one guy and i think it's in the if my memory correct he's a detective listed in in that 22 page report so sheriff hatcher asked that detective to come in and meet with him uh, for um, the, the topic was training. Let's talk about training. Sheriff Hatchard's never contacted that person in the entire time that he's been in the office for any purpose to sit down and discuss anything of substance. He's a quartermaster of the department. Sat him down, and uh, during the course of it started uh, on about other witnesses in the pending investigation, was specific as I think you probably read this part, that was a specific concern of the independent investigator being an act of intimidation and or, um, I think the better word was um, engaging in retaliation, I think, to take the intimidation out, uh, as against the, the witness. So, I mean, they're law enforcement officers. They, they want the investigations to be pristine um, as much as they can be. And um, these are actions that were being investigated by someone the prosecutors had hired. Uh, on top of that, um, um, he wanted to prohibit actual witnesses from being interviewed. Um, and uh, I think she reflected that. I, I, I mean, I, I know you reviewed it. Have I said anything yet that's inaccurate in your view? Absolutely. Let's take a quick time out. We're talking with Alan Harvey. He is the attorney for the Benton County Deputies Guild. Chatting with Alan a little bit more when we come back here on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KMA. Of course, Alan alluded to the recall petition and talked about what qualifies under it. We're going to discuss that a little bit further and what it means when we come back. Can't get in by phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom lines page at 610kona.com. Back to the bottom line with Robin Ed, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610kona. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610kona, Tuesday afternoon. Robin Ed with you, joined on the line by Alan Harvey. He is the attorney for the Benton County Deputies Guild. So, Alan, let me ask you, because you know, we've, we've discussed the recall petition. You addressed the, um, the investigation that was done. Uh, but let me ask you this, because we all know that recall needs to meet certain criteria, which you did allude to, malfeasance, misfeasance, proof of a violation of the oath of office. I imagine that the Guild believes that by filing this week that they have significant proof on any or all of those counts for that recall petition to move forward? I believe the statute alludes to two or more acts, if I remember correctly. So uh, Yes. I, I think, yeah, I think, honestly, uh, there's, based on the criteria, there's more than sufficient evidence. And now this recall petition gets fired, filed, it gets heard, 
it then gets has the opportunity to move to the ballot. And, of course, the next ballot that we will see will be August for the primary. Is that the target date for this to get on? Uh, there's a, as far as target dates are concerned, it's going to be more controlled by how the court uh, would rule and signature gathering and whether we make that, that timeline. I think the statute has a time period that gets us under a certain date range. I mean, it, it wouldn't be... I don't know that we would be within that date range. So, sure, it would be a great target, but that's actually ends up being something that could up to the courts and timing. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. Depending on when the hearing is, if they ruled that it moves forward, you have a certain amount of time to collect a certain amount of signatures in order for that to be able to go on the next available voting date, be it August, be it November, um, be it even something coming in early 2021. So then this places another question, Alan, and I'm sure that members of the Guild have already thought about this. Um, If either not enough signatures are gathered or uh, the sheriff survives the recall vote, what kind of an atmosphere is that going to create in an environment that already apparently has been determined to be uh, toxic? I, I honestly, the, the the members of the the guild, without going into a lot of you know background, um, very very clearly considered um, the likelihood potential of both those scenarios. Um, but um, the integrity that they have uh, drives them forward. The courage to do the right thing, and honestly, um, the ability for them to, uh, in the past, they've tried to do whatever they can through local government. They've continued to try, um, and this literally, as far as they can see, is the only thing to do, which is doing the right thing for the right reason. Um, that's what they try and do for the citizens, and they feel they owe that to the citizens. And so, as we're talking with Alan Harvey, he's the attorney for the Benton County Deputies Guild, they are past their breaking point in this situation, and so for them, this is the option that they have on the table in order to try and effect a change that they feel is necessary, regardless of what the potential outcome could be if it does not work uh, in the in the, in the the manner they hope it it happens. This is this is the option they feel is the only one they have left on the table to affect the change they're asking for. I mean, is that, and I understand. Is that your question? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think honestly, although um, Tom Crosby, just to be clear, uh, we referenced him earlier. He uh, he's actually was the um, commander, of the civil civil commander. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in reference to lengthy um, email that he that he wrote. One of the things that I think you, when you lay that out, um, one of the other last things he wrote, um, he states uh, very clearly, there are many examples of hostility in the workplace. I would like to someday document them with an investigator until the stress and anxiety put on me. Until then, the stress and anxiety put on me by Jerry Astro is too great, and it goes against my moral compass to work for someone who's using their elected officer to cover up and conceal criminal activity. For these reasons, I am filing a hostile work complaint and start starting uh, and stating, stating that due to the hostility hostility that has affected my health and well-being so greatly, I am no longer able to work. I am... Uh, out of sick time, and I only have a couple of hours of vacation. Working for Jerry has broken me. I am done. How many more people, the Guild says to everybody, do we want to go this route, 
We want to keep good people in law enforcement. So to answer your question, that was written by the man that the sheriff put in um, in control of the office. Think about that for a second. Not a member of a guild. So all the stuff about this being the union trying to take over his office, just completely fabricated. Tom Cross, he's a good law enforcement officer, and and that was what he said. And that it summarizes what the vast majority of the people that, that you're talking about, what how they feel, what choice do they really have to do what they, they gave an oath to do, which was protect the citizens of Benton County from people who commit crimes, and even if it's their boss. Now, we've you mentioned in that statement from former Commander Krosky about criminal, and we know uh, certainly that that is an element that works itself into the recall process if there are criminal actions. Does the Guild have citations, or do they have... Um, do they have evidence of criminal actions that are going to be presented in the recall petition? Well, I mean, I guess I'd say just looking at what Tom wrote um, himself, if you, he's already indicated he would swear under oath that everything in his in that letter would be um, put forward. So I'll put it back to you in one way: when you've gone through that 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 letter. Um, there, even on that, even what's there, there are substantial questions relating to criminal activity, right? He talks about um, the sheriff engaging in threats towards him. He's a public servant. Uh, intimidating a public servant uh, is a crime. Um, there are multiple crimes uh, that he lays out uh, throughout um, uh, in relation to what clearly I think would be a misuse of public funds if you're instituting instituting investigations for your benefit in your divorce matter. I'm just relating to those. So that's already in front of you. My answer is there will be more. Now, Alan, we've got about 60 seconds left. I've got one more question for you based on what we discussed. We're talking with Alan Harvey. He's the attorney for the Benton County Deputies Guild. The investigation that was referred to as far as Franklin County and the ammunition investigation, has that investigation been completed, and are the results of that, have you seen the results of that investigation? Our understanding from multiple sources, Tom Crosby being one, um, who received a text from Captain Crosby is back in May, the first week in May, was, yes, it's been completed. It's been on the sheriff's desk for a month and a half, um, and there's been nothing forwarded to anyone. Multiple public records requests have been made, and nothing's going out. So we have seen nothing. No one's been noted for discipline by in any way uh, relating to it, and the sheriff has maintained both uh, in, in meetings and to others in writing, that he is the only person who can investigate himself. That's 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 all we know. So um, from that investigation, really nothing else. He's holding that pretty close to himself, uh, and I guess we'll all find out um, sometime later. That's that's all I have for that. I wish I could give you more. Helen Harvey, attorney for the Benton County Deputies Guild. Thank you for your time this afternoon, sir. We do appreciate it. Benton County Deputies Guild will be filing a recall petition this week in regards to Benton County Sheriff Jerry Hatcher. Coming up, we'll hear from the Benton County Sheriff himself. Jerry Hatcher will join us on the program to discuss 
today's events, the news of the recall petition. We'll get his response to it. It's the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. Back with Sheriff Hatcher after this.